Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. My name's Amy McDonald. I'm a yoga teacher, yoga student, and a yoga business coach. And I'm here to support you to share your yoga with the people in your community who really need it. So if you're an amazing yoga teacher, but you sometimes struggle with the business part of what it is that you do, you're in the right place. I hope you thoroughly enjoy everything I've got in store for you. And if you have any suggestions, questions, or ideas for future podcasts, reach out to me on Instagram at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. So welcome everybody to day four of the uh, Teaching Online Expert Series, which is this thrown together thing that we're all co-creating as we go. Uh, I'm really grateful for everybody's participation. And um, I wanted to start with some celebrations because I think it is just so inspiring to hear what everybody's up to. So I'm going to play this one first and I hope, let me turn up the volume. I hope you can hear it. Check this out. So cool. Hello. Uh, I just thought you should know I've just made over 400 pounds and still counting um, for my online two hour mini retreat today. I know. <laughs> So good. So uh, that's a good news story. Um, I wanted to say a shout out to Petra. I think I talk, I mentioned Petra yesterday. Petra in Italy um, was sending her all of her love. Petra's doing great because she emailed me overnight to say she started her YouTube channel earlier in the week and she already has 200 subscribers. Uh, yes. Nice one, Petra. Um, I also had a message from Sarah Bargidian, who was our guest on day two. Um, talking about YouTube channels. And remember, we were talking about how at this point she hadn't monetized her channel and um, we were thinking about how she might. She sent me this message. I won't share all the details, but she said um, while she was watching, I think, yesterday's class, she actually was contacted by a CEO from a substantial company in Singapore who has just hired her to teach virtual yoga classes for their employees in Singapore and in Australia, um, paid for by their wellness fund, she teaches uh, three classes. She's getting paid per class package, which is three classes. They want to hire her for three months and probably about 100 people in each class. I won't tell you exactly how much money they're talking, but suffice it to say that the money she's, lo she's lost from having her studio closed down, she has made up with this. So while there was no immediate financial reward for her, all of her YouTube efforts, um, there you have it, Shazam. Abundance happened in a way that she could never have seen coming. So that's very cool. Um, I want to do a shout out to my client, Jess, who messaged me to say that she had 60 people show up for her first ever virtual relaxation and meditation <laughs> session online, which is also very, very cool. Um, and uh, anybody else who has celebrations, type them into the chat because I think this is uh, super important to remind everybody that as much as I love all of, I don't know Petra very well, but everybody else that I've mentioned um, and I've worked with for a while now, and they're all fabulous women and they're all also normal <laughs> and, you know, just as tech savvy as you may be feeling about yourself. And uh, so there's absolutely no reason why you can't have the same level of abundance and reach and support as they can. Before I introduce our fabulous guest for today, uh, seriously, you know, I, I've got the best guests. Um, before I introduce Susan properly, I want to just quickly ask a question because I've been thinking over the past couple of days, well, what am I going to do when this is done? I've got time. What am I going to do next? What would be useful? And um, I am feeling uh, fetishized. <laughs> I'm feeling lit up and inspired about the Bhagavad Gita at the moment because I think whenever in life you're like, holy crap, this is intense. Uh, that's when you need to haul out the Bhagavad Gita. So I was wondering if people would be interested in like a online class, like a chapter a day or something, some kind of like Gita study group in a modern context. If anybody would be interested in that, could you um, like send me something on Insta or let me know? I won't do it if no one's into it, but um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I've, I've got about four commentaries that I'm kind of reading through um, all at once and mapping out a plan for something I've got to teach later in the year. COVID-19 pending and I thought well maybe we should do all this, do this together so let me know if you're interested in a guitar kind of home study virtual thing um, I thought that would be nerdy and fun okay so 
Without further ado, let me introduce my fabulous guest for today, Susan Proper. Susan is a yoga teacher. She specializes in yin and in nidra. Uh, she does, uh, she's a uh, wellness coach and um, vision, uh, vision sort of mapping coach for women um, who, who are particularly at transition points or feeling the drive to make transitions in their life. She's based in Florida and she has been teaching virtual retreats for how long now, Susan? I've got to unmute you, sorry. Uh, where have you gone in my thing? Susan, if you can, there you are. I got it. How long have you been doing this for? Mm, just over a year, actually. So good. And I've got to say, folks, like Susan does this every two weeks, right? Yes. Every two weeks. Yes, and I remember when. Oh, sorry. I, no, no, no. I remember she told me once that she had over 80 people join her on one of her virtual retreats, which blows my mind. So, yeah. um, Susan, you're like, if you're doing this every second week and you've been doing it for a year, fair to say you're an expert in teaching online retreats. Well, um, it's something I really enjoy. And, uh, well, I, expert, uh, I'm not no, quite so sure. I'm giving it to you, thanks. All right. The bestowal titles here. You're an expert. Okay. Uh, I'm one of these people that believes in keeping it simple. I don't have a lot of uh, equipment. I don't have fancy microphone. I don't have fancy lighting. I, I concentrate more on the content than anything else. Yes. And uh, that has always been my focus since I started this, truthfully. And it has evolved since I started, I must admit. Uh, when The first couple of times I did it, uh, there were a lot of glitches between me and Facebook and my, my internet connection uh, that um, did not help my central nervous system, I must say. Uh, but um, I got through that, and those are the kinds of... Uh, videos that you will never see on uh i've deleted those on facebook and i've deleted those everywhere they will never be seen by the light of day again however uh, those were my learning uh points and i learned what not to do and what people didn't respond to and um and that's you know that's how you begin really you begin with crap i made a mistake or and I got to think about what, you know, what happens if my internet goes out or if I forget to turn my phone on, do not disturb. Or, you know, all of these things that could possibly go wrong that, you know, heck, I'm only human and I, I make mistakes. But uh, you learn, you live, you go on and it gets better. I love it. And I, and I, I want to, um, I've got a bunch of questions that we're going to work through to sort of step us through the process. But it might be too soon in our chat, Susan, but I remember, uh, I'll leave it up to you if you want to share the details. I remember you sharing with me this fantastic insight you'd had after doing, I think your first one, which was uh, a, oh. essentially a <laughs> costume malfunction. Yes. yes. Okay. So yeah, you live, you learn, right? Um, I had a really bad bra on. <laughs> and... Uh, not only was it just uh, not good for the particular shirt I was wearing, it did not accommodate my ampleness. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm not, and here's the thing. I never noticed, but Susan's response in watching the replay was like, <laughs> I never let me wear that bra again when I'm doing yeah, I threw it out, you know, I threw it out. But it, yeah, it's, it's those kinds of things that you, you don't really think about until you see a picture of yourself. It's like, oh my God, why didn't anybody ever tell me that I, you know, I speak like that or I look like that or I should never wear that shirt again or, you know, having, I'm having a bad hair day or something like that. You know, it, it takes you actually looking at yourself honestly on a recording or a photograph or something and saying, oh, and I know it's not all about me and it's not all about um, 
how you project. It's about what you're doing and what you're teaching and how you're serving, of course. However, you don't want to, um, uh, you know, you're putting something <laughs> there on the internet, right? It's going to be there forever. And um, as we all know, Amy, you know as well, you get these weird people that are into your feet sometimes. So if I'm out there with a bra that does not accommodate. Doesn't serve. Yes, doesn't serve. <laughs> then, um, you know, I'm not going to wear that bloody bra again. So oh. you just have to. You just have to be prepared, really prepared. I love this story because, you know, it's a, it's a metaphor for um, being objective about uh, and being objective about your own sort of personal appearance, how you come across and the work that you're doing and making adjustments without beating yourself up. Like something that you've done that you look back on and go, wow, I don't like that. But rather than going into the funk of I'm not supposed to do this, I'm not as good as everybody else, I, I don't have what it takes to be online. It's just, okay, note, I'm going to change this one thing and do it differently later. So, mm. and if you want to delete that one from the internet, if, <laughs> you know, it's folks. not on the internet. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this yeah. is a play. Thanks Susan for being so fun about this. Cause I, I really want to bring this point home that, it, it, you know, it's, this is not about perfection and it's about being in service. And, and mm. we all, I mean, God knows the stupid things I've done. I've told everybody about my first ever webinar, having my microphone on mute for the first 12 minutes. Like, God, everybody's still stuck in there. I bless them. So, yes, um, I love that story, Susan. And, folks, you know, play that forward into whatever area of yourself you might be feeling is somehow inadequate or not appropriate or whatever and just learn you know look back learn on what you did and and do it differently next time so Susan thanks and I want us to start then now that we've covered the bra story fantastic tick that off um why why did you start teaching your retreats online like what was the motivation in the first place oh um well I don't have a studio um I substitute teach at a few studios locally but I'm pretty much independent and I was looking for a way to um, attract an audience, to find more people for my own personal business. And uh, I, I teach chair yoga also. And so I had, I had a side gig at the time where I was teaching chair yoga with a, um, an insurance company. And uh, that was sort of an ongoing bread and butter kind of a thing. But it wasn't really, it's not really my first love. And it's not, it's not my focus for my business. But it was a steady stream of income. Um, but I was looking for a steady stream of income for what my heart really wants to serve women with. Mm -hmm. My clients are women. And that is yin yoga. And that is uh, yoga Nidra and um, mi mixing that all together with uh, coaching and retreats. And for that, I needed to broaden my own personal uh, audience, my own field of, of, of yeah, of, of a client base. Yep. And um, I was not doing that working for other people. Yep. And <laughs> so that's how this concept of doing um, uh, online retreats sort of originated. Love it. Um, okay, yeah. so talk to us then about your setup, just for as far as how you arrange yourself in, in your room, what technology you use, and yeah, tell us just about the physical kind of setup. Sure. Well, again, it's very simple. It's very basic. I use my iPhone. Mm -hmm. Uh, to do a, a live through my Facebook group. So okay. you have to be a member of, of my Facebook group in order to catch it live. Okay. Uh, and the, uh, the way to get into my Facebook group is to uh, sign up. And that's you sign up through a Facebook event. And uh, when you do that, you, you uh, okay, blah, blah, blah. let me go back. I create an event through Facebook. Yep. Okay. And then uh, basically the, the ticket is a landing page where I collect data. I collect the person's name and their email address. 
<clears throat> and then they get invited to my Facebook group. They join my Facebook group. That is where the live takes place. Cool. In my studio office, which is about the size of a small bedroom, mm -hmm. um, I have uh, a, a small uh, bureau where I set up a, a tripod like this, mm -hmm. you know, one of these little portable mm -hmm. jobs with my um, phone on it. And that is what I use to record. Um, I have lights around the room and uh, I write a script. Takes me a few hours of preparation mm -hmm. uh, each day that I'm doing a retreat. Uh, I have to do research about what my topic is. Mm -hmm. I have to, um, you know, because I talk about uh, crystals, I talk about essential oils, I talk about whatever it is the topic is as well. And, um, you know, sometimes there's questions and a little bit of back and forth from the people that are participating. And that sometimes can take about 45 minutes before I'm through all that, mm -hmm. right? And then uh, we get into some pranayama. I don't know if I'm going ahead of you. Right. Um, but, uh, and then we'll move to our mat, which is in the back of my area here. And then we'll do maybe about 30 minutes of yoga, maybe uh, some guided meditation or uh, a brief abbreviated yoga nidra. Mm -hmm. and, and that's about it. It's really not anything fancy. It's just, you know, my little room. <laughs> well, it sounds luscious, uh, that's for sure. So uh, people often ask me, um, what makes what makes a virtual retreat different from just a yoga class? And what I'm hearing you say is that it's that you're blending different modalities together and that it's you're talking about things or participating in things beyond what's technically yoga as you may do in a retreat environment. Exactly. So, you know, you go to a yoga class and you start off with maybe a brief one or two minute meditation, maybe some breath work, and then you get into your class work, right? You're doing your, your vinyasas and, and whatever. Uh, and then you have your shavasana and then that's it. Yep. Well, um, this is a mini retreat. This is probably something that if you really wanted to, if you were meeting physically, you could do for three or four hours. Yes. Um, and you could add a few other things into it. You could have a lunch break. You could have a tea break. You could, you know, you could make this a much more uh, beautiful experience for your, um, your students. However, you know, this is, um, this is online and you can't really reach out quite that same way. So I keep it to 90 minutes mm -hmm. and it, that seems to be just the right amount of time, I think, uh, for the attention span and for, for what it is that I am giving everybody. Um, but, but I, I do make it perfectly clear that this is not a yoga class. This mm -hmm. is a retreat. So you're, you're getting, um, a lot more information and sometimes, um, rather than doing a, an actual yoga sequence, sometimes it's a yoga nidra. So it's, it's very different than just a yoga class. And can you just tell us again about, so you tend, I'm thinking about the format for people who are looking to put together a plan for something like this. So mm -hmm. you do most of the um, conversational, the, like the satsang, if you like, the, the dialogue portion happens at the beginning and then the yes. activity happens in the second half. Yes. Yes. So in the beginning, I start, um, and I have a YouTube channel, by the way, if anybody wants yeah. to check yeah. it out, where I upload um, the, uh, the retreats of like a week or so afterwards for anybody who missed it live. Uh, plus, they're still in my Facebook group as well. But um, basically, I welcome everybody. And then um, I introduce what our topic is going to be for that particular session. And sometimes it can, I'll spend like two or three or more sessions talking about chakras. Sometimes we'll talk about um, crystal grids. Sometimes we'll talk about, well, lately we've been talking a lot about fears and um, anxiety, worry, panic, and, you know, what to do to alleviate all that sort of thing. Um, but I have spent 
over the year, I would say mostly talking about um, how to step out of your shadow and find courage. Mm. Because that's something, mm. um, that's something that is important to me personally. And I feel that it's important to a lot of women who, uh, you know, reach a certain point in their life where maybe uh, they've lost a job or they've uh, gotten divorced or they've, um, they're an empty nest or, or something has changed in their life where they're just sort of like have to step back and say, oh, you know, something's happened and I'm not where I thought I would be in my life or I should be in my life or whatever the reason. And, and I try to use these retreats to focus on how to find the courage and take the next steps in your life to move out of whatever it is that's holding you back. And um, so that's been a focus for, I would say, probably, uh, I don't know, maybe four or five months worth of my retreat. So we, I introduce the topic uh, and give like a little brief I don't want to call it a lecture, but we, I just talk about it, you know, and ask people if anybody has anything they want to add, any questions, and, you know, and a lot of times people are radio silent. They don't okay. say a word. That was, Louise ask, was asking about that. How do you, um, how do you manage group sharing? So it's, so Lou, remember that um, Susan does her retreats in Facebook, as a Facebook live. So people can only, it's not a zoom. So people would type their comments. So that helps alleviate the everybody talking at once thing. Um, but <clears throat> so Susan, people that I imagine because it's not on your page, people might feel a little bit more um, prepared to type, to share into the group rather than on a public Facebook page. But you said just now that not everybody is interactive. Um, no. I know, I know when people are just getting started, uh, especially with Facebook lives that they can get, really nervous or um, take it sort of personally if they're not getting interaction. So would you talk a little mm -hmm. bit about how you manage that sort of radio silence? How did it make you feel at the start and how do you manage it now? Yeah, well, at the start I was like, oh, God. Um, I was, I thought, is anybody out there, right? You, could, you can see that there are people out there, but you don't really know that they're paying attention. You don't know if they're watching um, they're just plugged in, but they're washing the dishes maybe, <laughs> or, you know, what are they doing? Are they, are they really paying attention? And then sometimes you'll get a comment from somebody. It's like too much talking, blah, blah, blah. Um, I've had that before. For a free right? thing. Don't you just love people? That, Girl, yeah, you yeah, pay yeah. for this? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. My, by the way, my retreats are free. Okay. And Lorraine asked about that. And we'll loop back to your question, Lorraine. I've got Yes, you. yes. My retreats are free. This is a, this is not a, uh, this is a gift to women. And that's why it's called the gift of stillness. Um, so uh, I am, uh, I'm always wondering, hello, is there anybody out there? And, but, but then sometimes what I do um, is I make little contests. So, um, you know, I, I'll talk about like, crystals you know like every time I do a uh, a class let's see if I can get this to come up I have a crystal grid I create a crystal grid and this and a crystal grid is based on whatever my topic is right so this particular one was for helping release um anxiety worries and fear mm -hmm. this has a lot of very strong crystals in it um uh, black tourmaline, smoky quartz, and citrine, all really good for releasing negative energy and fear. Anyway, so sometimes we'll talk about the crystals and people will ask, oh, how do you spell that? Or, you know, same thing with essential oils. I'll talk about oils for those very same things as well. And uh, towards the end of the session, <clears throat> I'll ask people, oh, okay, here we're going to have a little contest. Does anybody remember what crystal, blah, 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 blah. Oh, oh. And, you know, just to see if anybody's really listening to me. And, you know, sometimes people do and they respond. I'm like, wow, yeah, you just won, uh, you know, something, an MP3, blah, you know, whatever. And so, yeah, it, it's, it's interesting. Sometimes I feel like, no, there's nobody listening. And sometimes they do. 
<laughs> they just surprised me. I love it. There's a couple of things here that I want to um, pull out. One is for anybody who feels like, oh, why would anybody watch my virtual retreat when there's so many already out there? Like if we just saw Susan in the way that she was talking about her crystal grids and what they do and how they work, Susan and I could teach the same topic, virtual retreat, at the same time, on the same day, with the same components, and yet it would be a wholly different retreat if you went to Susan's or if you went to mine, right? Mm. Yes. So I think we need to reiterate the point that no one else can do it like you can, no one else can do it like Susan can, no one else would do it like I would. And as a consequence, different people are interested in different things. Likely, people are polarized between whether they want me or whether they want Susan, and they pick accordingly. So, um, don't feel like everything's already been done. What I love about what Susan does is she brings all of her passions to it and that's what she shares. And when we do that, we create unique experiences that can't be, no one else can do that because there is only you. R Rosie and Lorraine who are asking about how do you monetize, we're going to loop back to that in a second. Susan, I'm curious to know about your um, class planning um, format. Like how do you... Um, how do you know how much time to spend on what? What are your resources for finding things to talk about? Do you have any favorite books or anything like that that you mm -hmm. draw on? Yeah, um, I have so many books. I have, I have a lot of books. I'm a bookaholic. Um, and what I can do is I can, uh, if, if there's a way I can like send you a list of my books that I use for resources. Yeah, that, that would be okay? amazing. Yeah, I can email okay. that to everybody. That'd be great. I, I can do that for you. Um, so I get a lot of my information from books. And then, of course, there's always the internet. If I'm stuck on something, I'll be like, hmm, we're, we're, you know, I need a little bit more information about some, you know, some topic that I have. I, I will look it up on the internet. But basically what I do is I, 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 I write myself a script. And I tape, <laughs> I, I'm so low, low, whatever, low tech. Love, I tape, love it. I handwrite my, here, I'm just going to. This is awesome. Thank you so much. See, these, aren't, aren't these guests amazing? I handwrite, I handwrite my script on these eight and a half by 11 pieces of paper. And I tape them on my, my little bureau over here so that when I'm looking at my camera, all I have to do is look down and say, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, right. And I don't have to have this whole thing memorized. And it, it, I can just look down and say, oh, yeah, okay. Da, da, da. And here's, you know, these are the essential oils that you use. And, you know, and then I, I hold up my little um, iPad. And I these I know by the by heart anyway and then I can talk about black tourmaline and I can talk about citrine and you know so I I have tools I have little little cheat sheets I have them all everywhere I even have things I'm sitting in my chair I have things taped to the back of my chair so that when I'm on my mat and I'm like okay uh, you know I'm doing the bumblebee breath and this is how we do it and yeah I have all my cheat sheets everywhere so that I don't forget a thing. I remember exactly step by step by step what I want to do and what I want to share and how I want to, you know, teach it. And I, I keep my iPad with me uh, throughout my entire class for all my sequences because in you hold your poses long, right? You hold your poses for like, I typically hold, hold them for three minutes because I don't want people to get bored basically um holding them too long so i will hold them for about three minutes and i time that on my ipad i keep track of the time of the class on my ipad um and i just know okay by this time i have to be here by this time i gotta be heading towards shavasana or into my guided meditation so it's all very organized and once you do it I don't know, maybe a half a dozen times, you fall into a flow, you fall into a, a, a pattern and it just, it just comes naturally, more or less. I love it. I can't even tell you how 
how many people are listening or watching this going, oh, okay, I, I, I can write this down and I can stick it behind my camera. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You don't yeah. have to have all this stuff memorized. No. Jody says no. it takes the stress out of trying to remember everything. Yep. Katie says, so helpful, yeah. Susan. Karen says, clever. I love it. Yes. Oh, uh, somebody wants to see my, oh, I have to move my laptop. Wait. So, um, oh, can, that's can you, yeah, yeah. See? See, there's my mat and there's my little, well, that's my little altar back there where I use sage and incense. But so, yeah, that's that's just basically where I teach from. And there's all my bolsters and all my stuff. But it's very, this is like a small bedroom that I've turned into my yoga studio. That's all. That's it. I love it. Um <laughs> So backtracking something else from before. Oh, one other point I wanted to um, just dig into a little bit because you made it so beautifully and I want to make sure people get it, is what I heard you say earlier was that you have developed some um, skills to encourage people to be more interactive. So I know when I used to do virtual retreats and even when I'm doing trainings like this, um, the more engaged people are, the more beneficial the teaching, but also the more like the more the greater the rapport you're building, the more likely people are to maybe sign up for something else down the line. And mm-hmm. I, I love the, the idea of the competition. But any other tips, Susan, for because I think one thing that we um, as newbies, what we might not realize is that a big part of what you have to do online is intentionally seek, ask for interaction because you can't gauge yeah. people's body language or like you said with the yin, like if you're in a class, people wouldn't get out of it after three minutes because they, everyone else would be there and they would be busted. <laughs> but, you, you know, you have to manage it slightly differently. Any other tips for helping to um, get your viewers engaged, keep people attentive and interacting? Well, all right. Once I once I get into the yin part, I'm not so much worried about engagement, of course. Sure. But prior to that, um, it's it's basically asking questions. So when I'm doing uh, my little talk about whatever my topic is, whether it's about the chakras or you know finding courage or whatever, um, if I'm if I'm bringing up like a um, an example of uh, something that has happened in my life, I will specifically, you know, ask whoever is there um, if they can give me any examples that maybe have happened to them. You have to just ask. You have to ask people, um, you know, has anybody else experienced this? What about you? Do you think that um, that I was wrong or that I was right. Ask them for their opinion about what you're sharing with them. You know, I, I talk about like a crystal grid and, um, and then you can even ask, does anybody else do grids? You can ask, yeah, I, I talk a lot about essential oils and I always provide like uh, do-it-yourself uh, oil blends or yoga mat cleaners or something like that. And I, I also can ask, um, does anybody else have a really good recipe that they want to share? Mm-hmm. Yep. Something as simple as that. Right. You know, yep. you never know. Ask lots of questions. And for people who are new to doing these sorts of things, do remember that there is a lag on a Facebook Live, a 30-second lag. So if you throw out a question, don't freak out if you have crickets. It's actually people are typing and then it takes 30 seconds to get to you. So it doesn't mean they're not listening and they're not responding. There's just a little bit of time delay. This is really helpful. Folks, um, start typing in your questions for Susan. I've got a few more, but let's get your questions in there as well. Okay, I've asked about how to make it interactive. We are going to talk about how to monetize it. Um, how do you find? How do people find your virtual retreat, Susan? How do you get people to join? What's your marketing technique? Um, well, I promote it um, on my Instagram uh, profile. Can you tell and us? That Susan has a fantastic Instagram, folks. Follow her for inspiration. What's your Insta, Susan? It's just Susan Proper Yoga. I'll type it in. Okay, what else? And uh, I also, of course, promote it when I create my event. Uh, The ticket 
is a, uh, a link to a landing page, which you then sign up for, and then you become a member of my Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and all automated, correct? Like they get it's all, all automated. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I, pro- I promote it in my newsletter. I do a weekly newsletter. I promote it. Um, I'm, on, I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm pretty much everywhere, and I'm, I'm promoting it all the time. Great. Yeah. And and so how many people these days are coming along? Like you, I remember you had a boom one once, but what's your average yeah. kind of attendance rate? Well, it's interesting because that boom one was uh, before I created my group. Yes. All right. So that was just on my Facebook page. Um, and that my Facebook page is just Susan Proper Yoga. And then I created my group to make it um, – so that I could collect data, right? Because yep. I'm trying to grow my my personal audience, my and and um, grow my own business that way. So I created a, a private group, and that group is Women Inspired Beyond Asanas. And um, now that I have that group, it's a small group. I have to admit, it's it's just about 170 women. Um, but the uh, the the viewers on that varies from week to week when I do it. It is anywhere from uh, 30 to 40 women. Which, um, can I just say, like, folks, I, when I first started out, when I, before I started doing this, I had a business that in a way is similar to Susan's in that I was doing well, well-being coaching for women and I also had a retreat component and every bloody two weeks I would do one of these virtual things. And God, I would have like eight people on that thing. And I'd be like, yes, eight, because sometimes it was two. Susan, 30 is incredible. That You know, everybody that sat here watching would just, you know, was losing their minds at the idea of having 30 people in a closed private Facebook group joining them every two weeks to do some yoga. It's, it's brilliant. And what a way to be in service to your community. What a way to build rapport. It's just fantastic. Barbara wants to know, how many did you have on your first retreat? Oh, my very first one had 10. Not bad. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the one with the bad bra. And that was the one where <laughs> I had a woman and I had terrible internet problems. I lost my internet connection in the middle of it. And I didn't even know it. I just kept on going. And then it, <laughs> it came back. And that's the one where some woman um, put in the comments, too much talk, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, that was like the... All of that happened on the same one? (laughs) All of it. All of it. The same one. Like, oh, God. I love that you just kept on going. So many people be like, no, that's not for me. I'm never doing that again. (laughs) I'm going to garrote myself with my bra. (laughs) I got it all done in the first one. So it was like, oh, it's going to get better from here, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so good. Um. Any other uh, resilience, says Barbara, you better believe it. Uh, but, I mean, and in, in doing that, like it makes, um, you know, it makes you more personable. It makes you a real person. And the people who don't mind are the people who are going to stick with you. And the people who are too much talking, mm-hmm. blah, 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 they're the people that you don't want coming back anyway. So right, right. I love it. Yeah. I love it, Susan. Um, okay. Um, any other tips or things that you've discovered along the way that you're doing differently now for people who are just starting out? Wow. Um, well, I'm doing things, you know, when I first started out, it was about my retreats were about an hour and 15 minutes. And now they've, they're definitely, they have definitely evolved into 90 minutes because I feel like I have so much to share and so much, that I'm trying to squeeze into this time allotment. Um, but I, I really feel that the, the, the best thing that I can recommend for anybody who, who wants to do this is take the time to be organized and have your, um, your topic prepared and have your uh, your cheat sheets and everything set well in advance so that maybe the last half hour before you actually do the uh, the online retreat, you can be calm and you can 
maybe do sage yourself or do an incense or something, chant a mantra, do something so that you yourself are in the right frame of mind and not stressed out and all flipping out uh, before you have to turn on that button and go live. Um, the, the most important thing is that you yourself are in the right frame of mind when you do that. Because <laughs> I remember one time um, I was personally not in the right frame of mind when I turned that camera on and I, I turned the button on and I was like, stupid camera just it, it it didn't want to film like horizontal it wanted to be vertical and I it just annoyed me and and <laughs> and that was not what I should have shown you know <laughs> my audience but I was just like I really wanted to say oh this freaking thing again but I didn't I just let out a big sigh and I went like <sighs> And then I just moved on, you know. So just chill. Give yourself at least 15 to 20 minutes before you get on the camera and make sure that you're fully prepared. Just be prepared mm-hmm. and, and come from the right place in your heart. That's the most important thing. That's all I can say. I you love know? It. Don't, you don't come at it like, oh, I got this. I got this. Oh, no, you don't got this. You need to be prepared. <laughs> And I think um, I know for me when I'm doing things online, it doesn't matter how good the thing is that you're teaching, there will be, a, you will notice a large number of people will drop off once you mm. go beyond the time you said you were going to. So if yes. you, do you find that, Susan, that like keeping it to time because that's, <clears throat> the, that's the energetic agreement you have with people, even if it's great, yeah. I find people still leave because they've got other things or they've just got it in yeah. their mind that that's how long it goes for. So yeah, yeah. agenda is a great yeah. idea. Sometimes um, people will um, sign off and, you know, I'll get, when I, after Shavasana and I go back to the, you know, get back close to the camera um, to, you you know, just talk for a minute and give my oh, final yeah. blessing or whatever. Yeah, closing. Um, I will see that people have said, better go or, you know, um, this was great. Love you. Bye or whatever. So um, you definitely need to try to stick as best you can to your time allotment. And if you go over, then you acknowledge the fact that you went over and you um, give your gratitude to the people who stayed. And, um, you know, if you still have, feel like you have something to say, then you, uh, if you want something that you need to share or announce or something beyond that time, then you would say, um, you know, feel free to sign off or whatever. But if there's anything, um, if any of you are able to stay, I just want to share something more with yes. you Ask now. And, you yes. know, that sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, a yeah. couple of questions. Lorraine wants to know, um, how do you, if someone asks you something while you're teaching, how would you see it if the camera isn't close? But what I heard you say, Susan, is that you do the interactive part while you're sitting up close to the camera and then it's yes. less interactive when you move onto your mat. That's correct. Yeah, when I'm on my mat, I don't see any comments or anything. And um, when I when I finished with Shavasana, uh, then I go back up to where the camera is. And if there's a, um, a comment or something that still is appropriate, I will try to respond to it then. Great. Um, and Kirsty, hey, Kirsty, I love that you're here. And which continent are you on, Kirsty? Um, Kirsty wants to know, is the camera horizontal or vertical on your tripod, your iPhone? <laughs> Well, now, now it's vertical because um, evidently Facebook doesn't like it to be uh, horizontal. Yeah, not so, a, you can do horizontal with your computer, with your de- with your uh, MacBook, but not with your phone. Yeah, yeah, and since I use my phone, um, it's vertical. Okay, cool, cool. Um, I want to talk a little bit about monetizing these and, and um, about business strategy. So a couple, I think uh, Rosie and Lorraine asked, how do you make money from this? Um, importantly, and I'm going to jump in here and talk on Susan's behalf a little because Susan's been in my Keep Growing Mastermind for a while now and I know her business back to front. Um, but Susan's business model is different from people who are looking to make money now um, as a 
online instead of teaching in person. So Susan, Susan's look, like she said, her, the purpose for her in her virtual retreats is to grow her mailing list and grow her community, build rapport with people to ultimately offer people into larger offerings like coaching or uh, longer actual in-person retreats. So it's a different business model to what a bunch of people might be doing. But the way there are a number of ways that you can monetize it. One, um, something, for example, that Susan could do, and this is what I used to do with my virtual retreats, the virtual retreats were free to join, but once someone signed up, then I would send them, then the landing page, once they, you know, the thank you page, yes, you're all signed up, here's the details, it would say, if you would like access to three virtual retreats right now at $7 and here's the button, and they would, I don't know, a small number, 5% of people would buy that for $7, and it was just sort of enough to keep buying my Facebook ads so that the growing of my mailing list was uh, cost neutral, was about how much money I was making. Not a lot, but enough to have my Facebook ads running essentially for free. So that's one way that you can do it. You could also, like Susan's doing it through a Facebook group, you could do it like a, the Facebook group is a paywall. So same setup. You see the thing on social media. You say, yes, I'm interested. It takes you to the uh, MailChimp or um, Susan's using, what CRM do you use? Flowdesk. And so they fill out the form and they and then they could be redirected to a Moonclerk or a PayPal or a Stripe page to pay a small amount and then they get the invitation to join the Facebook group so you could do it like that. Um, or like um, I played you at the start, one of the uh, one of um, uh, the Keep Growing Mastermind grads who's just done her first um, virtual retreat today and made over 400 pounds. You can do it just like you would sell an in-person mini retreat. You make a sales page. There's a buy now button. You advertise it in all the same ways and people sign up to do it. Um, and I know that another Keep Growing Mastermind person, Sarah Powell, is doing it that way. I mentioned her the other day when saying that she's she had already sold seven tickets at £10 per and I don't know where she's at now, but no doubt more. So that's that's another way that you can monetize it. So for Lorraine who asked, why would you post it on YouTube a week later if you're trying to – the purpose for Susan is not to make money immediately. It's to build brand awareness and rapport with people. So slightly different business model. But what I wanted to invite her here to speak about is the mechanics of it all, how she brings it all together. You can see her passion for doing it. And the fact that she has 30 people as a minimum show up every two weeks just blows my mind. She's obviously very good at it. Um, the monetizing it, there's a whole bunch of other ways that you could do that. Take Susan's model and then, um, you know, if, if you either do it as saver because you just want to connect with your people like this, we're doing right now, or there are a bunch of different ways that you can um, monetize it. I hope that helps. Um, let's see. Uh, any other questions? Go ahead and type them in. Um, Barbara's got to go and teach. Thank you so much, Susan and Amy. Very inspiring and fun. Legends, both of you. Legends, everybody who's doing this damn thing, Barbara. Uh, you're in that You're in that camp, girl. Kirsty says, hi, Amy. Thank you. I'm back in Brisbane, finally in my own home space with a spare room for yoga and staying put. Oh, my God. Kirsty, I'm chuffed for you. And you're, maybe your spare room gets to look a little bit like your version of Susan's spare room, a.k.a. home yoga studio. Uh, who else has questions? Will you cover how to monetize it, says Maggie. I, um, yes, to the degree that I just did. And also um, tomorrow, uh, I'm going to be, the, the session tomorrow is just me and all you. Um, but I'm my own guest. God, a recipe for disaster. And we'll be talking about promotions, marketing, and making the cash. So a little bit tomorrow, Maggie, on that. Any other questions for Susan, folks? Or any other, anyone else thinking about doing this? Um, and have some more, uh, need some more tips or um, anybody already doing this and has some of their own tips to share. Rosie wants to know, how did you decide to do it on Facebook? And I think she asked before, why not sort of Google Hangouts or something, or Zoom, why Facebook? Uh, why Facebook? Well, I think uh, because of the demographics that, um, I'm going after most of, I, I work, I work predominantly with women from maybe 38 to 60. Uh, and that demographic seems to be more on Facebook. Um, although I have a really good Instagram audience as well. Uh, but yeah, I think Facebook 
seemed right for me. And also, I think at that time uh, that I started, <clears throat> I was not as familiar with um, the Instagram TV option. Mm -hmm. uh, so it just seemed really natural for me to go to Facebook Live. I like it. Um, Isabel wants to know if Facebook records automatically. Uh, yes, it does. And then you can download it. Do you want actually, Susan, could you tell us a little bit about the process from getting your virtual retreats onto YouTube? What does, and, and where's your, what's the name of your YouTube channel so we can go and look? Uh, it's also Susan Prober Yoga. I try to keep everything Susan Prober Yoga straight across the board so that right. it's not confusing. Um, so what I do is I download the video from Facebook onto my laptop. Although uh, I've I had a little snafu lately with that, and I've been telling you that. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, under normal circumstances, yes, I download the, uh, the Facebook Live video onto my laptop and then uh, go to my YouTube channel and then just upload it there. That's all. Very simple. I don't have a lot of subscribers on my YouTube channel, I must admit, but uh, it, they get looked at, so it's pretty okay. good. Great. Um, Jody says, do you think cost-wise should be the same or different to in-person? The same. The same. My monthly mini retreats have tea, etc. Okay, so like Susan said earlier, if it, if it has um, components that aren't there, then you will probably adjust the price accordingly, but don't undervalue it simply because it's virtual, Jody. Mm -hmm. um, Carrie says, I'm just listening and learning. First week of no teaching. I am going to need to learn how to do all of this, especially for my current students and just create community. And I do not need the funds right now. Awesome, Carrie. So you're in the most, um, you and me both, we're in a blessed place to be able to just help people out. Denise says, I have had to take my YTT training onto Zoom and I'm finding the breakout rooms feature to be an amazing tool. Nice one, Denise. I might might work well with a retreat setting to allow people to partner up and discuss a topic. Oh, fancy. Um, if you're in my Facebook group, Denise, start a thread on that topic because I'm pretty sure that a bunch of people would like to know more about that. Isabel says, what would be a good fee to charge for a retreat? Well, Isabel, it depends on where you live and what you're doing and what you would charge for an in-person one. Um, like I said before, I know Sarah in the UK is charged, doing her first one ever and charging £10 a ticket, which is a very doable price for people. So if you're not sure, I know when I was starting out charging for things, it just made me feel more comfortable to charge a little less the first time I ever did anything. So it took the pressure off me if it all went a bit funny. So, um, but that was just me. Um, so it's got to feel good to you, Isabel. It's got to make sense for you. It's got to be realistic, but don't undervalue what it is that you're doing either. Um, Susan, if you were doing an in-person mini retreat, what would you charge? Oh, um, well, I did, I've done uh, several uh, mini retreats that were about uh, three or four hours long. And uh, those, I can't remember if they were 40 or $50. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So about a half of that. About, yeah, it's about right. Rosie wants to know, how do I stop from being dead, dull and wooden in front of the camera? Rosie, I'm sure it's not that bad. But Susan, Susan have, you, have you got any tips for like being engaging and warm and friendly on camera? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, well, before you go on camera, uh, Fix your bra. What a, yeah, fix your bra. Yeah, no. Or think of me in my bra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, no, before you go on camera, like put on a disco song or something that makes you just dance. That's something that makes name. you totally boogie, okay? And I don't know if you're too embarrassed to do it in your living room or wherever, but do it somewhere in your house. <laughs> Put the music up really loud and just move your body and get yourself like pumped. And then get into that room and in front of the camera and that those endorphins will be going and you'll be going and it'll be great. Uh, on that note, anybody have a uh, song suggestion to that would be, uh, I, I love seeing people's like 
nerdy song choices. Uh, excellent advice. I sometimes dance before in-person classes too to raise my vibration. There's Karen Buckland. <laughs> I want to know what songs are on the, that playlist. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, Kirsty says, do you have a copy of the client waiver for going online? The answer to that is no, uh, and I'm not going to do that for you folks, not because I don't want to support you wholly and solely, but um, just because it's not it's out of my area of genius to provide you with legal documents, etc. Uh, any other last chance for questions, Susan? Anything else you wanted to share before we finish up? Well, I think, um, you know, we're all going through uh, a lot of stress and, and uh, anxious times right now, and your your people need you and you you have this option available now and my gosh you got to be there for them whether it's just a yoga class whether it's a yoga nidra whether it's uh, a retreat be there for them and remember that when you are in front of that camera, you can have all these tools around you to help you too, mm. to make it simple for yourself so that you don't have to stress out. Yeah. And, and while you're doing it, it helps you too. That, because I you know, that. I totally agree, yeah. Because you know you're doing something for others, but also you are hearing your, your, what you're preaching. So it helps you both. It helps everybody. It's just a circle. It's yeah. a circle of love and a circle of help. Yeah. That's all I can say. I agree. I know I know that I, chatting with you all every day is definitely helping me feel connected and like we're working on something more important than all of the drama. So, yeah. 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 Carrie says, yes, I need my breathing buddies. Jodie is, is a kiss woman. Definitely Prince. Oh, my God. I can totally see you down there in Gippsland like. Um, that always makes me think of Julia Roberts in this hot tub, but that's because I'm old. Um, <laughs> uh, Karen Buckland has been known to put on one-person dance parties on Insta stories. You know, that sort of stuff, I really think that more whimsy, more silliness, more play uh, is the best way to combat all of the, like, ah, happening on social mm -hmm. media. So I challenge yeah. everybody to do a one-person dance party on Insta stories. Tag me. I want to know about that. Um <laughs> So follow Susan on Instagram, Susan Proper Yoga. Find her on YouTube. Susan, I don't know if you're um, still taking complimentary uh, sessions, but if you um, if you want to type some information into the chat before I finish up on that front, go ahead, and I'll just do a little bit of concluding stuff. Thanks for being an amazing guest, and again for being so transparent about your process. This is just not only does it demystify everything for people, but it just makes it reminds us of why it's important and it makes it feel doable when you're just so, um, you know, honest and, and there's so much grace in that. So thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, I'll let you type into the chat if you have anything else to offer to people. Um, folks, keep your eye on that. Um, Kirsty says, this has been very helpful and inspiring. Thanks, Susan and Amy. Kirsty, your people would just die for this. If you're not doing this already, you need to. Um, and go watch some of Susan's YouTube recordings. Isabel says, you guys are rock stars. Thanks so much. Digi says, thanks, Susan and Amy. Denise says, so helpful. Thank you for your community support, Amy and Susan. You're all incredibly welcome. Um, I want to just uh, let everybody know about the social media conf confidence for yoga teachers that's starting at the end of the month. Folks, if you haven't done that training with me yet, I was just thinking about this last night. Like it blows my mind what an incredible opportunity we all have now to really grow our communities through service while everybody's at home and in need of more yoga. So if you haven't done that training with me yet, get yourself signed up for it. And if you're watching this right now and you have done the social media confidence for yoga teachers training and you would recommend it, could you type into the chat to let other people know that it's worthwhile? Essentially, it's for... Uh, training classes and four Q&A calls to where I just teach you like actually how to get confident on social media and I know um, about 70 people have done it so far and are seeing really good results so I really if you haven't signed up yet um, I do think it is a just a no-brainer time to get some extra training in and it will give you what you need if you're hearing Susan talk about how she's got a strong Instagram following and you're thinking oh god I need to do that um, I'll teach you how to do it 
Um, Jody says, it's so worth it. I highly recommend this training. Yes, the social media training, it's a no-brainer. Do it, says, I think Karen. Kirsty says, do it. I loved it. Loved the social media course and learned so much. Um, yes, great. Uh, you got to do it, says Jody. Uh, yes, social media is great, says D. Awesome. I'm going to just type into the chat the link to that. Um, and I want to talk about, like, I'm obsessed with getting you all feeling like this can be a really great opportunity to grow your business, not in a way that's exploitative, but a way that's in service, and also in a way that helps keep you grounded and focused. Um, and I think that this program could help with that. So, oh, just sent it to Kirsty. Sorry, Kirsty, I just bombed you with a private message. Sorry, just type into the. Oh, now, now I can't. Oh, man, come on now. No, I can't do it. I don't know why it's not letting me do the everyone button. Oh, well, the link is amymcdonald.com.au forward slash social. And what I wanted to say was if you sign up for it, I want to give you a free coaching session as a bonus um, to help, like, really get this happening and make you feel really across it and, and skillful in what you're doing. So if you sign up for the program by, what are we, like, I don't know, Wednesday night, um, I want to give you that one-to-one uh, -one coaching session as well. So that's like, I don't know, it's 45 minutes. 90 minutes with me is normally uh, 500 bucks. So do the math. It's a good, it's a good deal. Um, but I want to extend that to you because really I'm incensed with getting you all um, using this time in a really supportive way. So if you sign up for that program by Wednesday, uh, you also get that private time with me, which is cool. And if you've already signed up for it, because I know a bunch of you have, I'm going to give that to you anyway because you were like pre-bonus. So you get that as well. Don't worry. You don't, you don't have to email me about it. But for anybody else, if you sign up for Social Media Confidence by Wednesday, uh, let me give you some one-to-one -one time with me as well. Because let's face it, I got time. Um, I ain't going nowhere, literally. So I'd love to use that time to support you all a little bit more. amymcdonald.com.au forward slash social um so there you have it folks another edition of the abundant yoga teacher podcast hey favor to ask if you found the content useful i would be very grateful if you could support this podcast by giving me a five star rating and if you've got a moment a review would be super cool no pressure of course like i said earlier if you have any suggestions for podcast topics in the future i would love to be in service dm me on instagram at amy yoga biz coach take deep care mm -hmm.